Welcome, beautiful soul, to the Stars Are Calling You podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Lee Lantieri, an ITA energy medicine practitioner, holistic counselor, intuitive empath, and spiritual writer, here to bridge the gap between science and spirituality. In this space, we deep dive every week into topics designed to help you align with your true and highest self, raise your frequency and vibration, learn the tools to help you self-heal, rewire your subconscious mind, transform your mindsets, and co-create the life of your dreams. I believe the stars have called you to this podcast for a reason. Let's dive in and find out why. Hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome and welcome back to the Stars Are Calling You podcast. How is everyone doing? I feel like the last few months have been super charged with a lot of energy. I feel like I've been saying this in the beginning of every episode, but it's so true. I feel like every week I sit down to record and talk to you guys and so much has happened since the last time I sat down to record. And I'm just wondering, are you guys feeling the same way? And also normalizing the experience of there's been a lot of chaos going on. Some of it's good, some of it is not so good. But regardless, there's just a lot of moving parts and there's a lot of energy shifting and changing and integrating. And I feel it and I know a lot of people that I speak to in my client practice are also feeling it. So that's kind of what I want this episode to be about. It is called Overcoming Overwhelm. And yeah, that's exactly what I want to talk about. I want to talk about overwhelm and how to face it and transmute it so that we can handle all of the shifts and turns that life is giving us in this moment with grace and ease and clarity and non-judgment and neutrality and all of those amazing energies that we can bring forth into this space so that regardless of what's happening outside in the world, internally we are balanced and we are aligned. And I think that that is one of the biggest contributors to overwhelm. It's letting the external world affect your internal reality. And I'm telling you right now that you are capable of keeping your internal state pure and aligned and balanced regardless of what's going on externally. That can sometimes sound counterintuitive because everything is connected, but it is a skill that you can work on fostering and building within yourself so that you can always remain present. There's a lot of energy. And if you're someone who's in a space of feeling overwhelmed, like I currently am, I'm currently in a space where all of my dreams are coming true and it's a good overwhelm, okay? It's definitely not bad at all, yet I have never in my entire life handled this much responsibility and this much shifting energy and this much up-leveling and maturing and adulting in my entire life. And I'm so grateful for all of the opportunities and for all of the wisdom and the growth. Yet, I feel like I have a never-ending to-do list that just keeps getting longer. Every time I cross off an item, three more gets put onto the bottom. And it's been a lot because I'm someone who loves to go to bed with a to-do list complete, and that's just not been my life. I have not found the time to do my laundry (laughs) that is currently piled up in my room, And I'm saying this to be completely honest with you guys because I can come on here and say this is how you not lean into overwhelm and all this stuff, but I'm I'm feeling it too. I'm feeling it and some things are, you know, falling by the wayside. 
I always make sure that my morning is intuitive and I spend a lot of time being mindful and connecting to the universe. But, you know, once the day starts rolling, I can get lost in it and a lot of things can fall behind. And that's something that I'm currently navigating and showing myself a lot of grace with. And ultimately, what I'm saying here is it's okay. Whatever you're experiencing, because of this overwhelm, it's okay. If you haven't gotten to go to the gym or you haven't cooked in a while, that's okay. All of this, all of these experiences is room for growth. It's teaching you something. Oh, okay, so I work better when I do my laundry every Sunday, no matter what happens, Sunday morning I do my laundry, that's when my laundry gets done. Or okay, when I'm really busy meal prepping, maybe the option I need to go towards. Or I find myself, you know, not moving from my desk all day. And so maybe five minutes of stretching every hour is your form of healthy movement during this chaotic, overwhelming season of your life. Whatever is happening right now, whatever negative thing is the consequence of your overwhelm, reframe that. See it as a positive of you're learning more and more about yourself and how you work and what you need. So don't be hard on yourself. I'm feeling it too. I haven't done my laundry either. It's okay. But now, so you're in the space of overwhelm. How do we, how do we overcome it? Okay. So the first thing you need to do is acknowledge why you are overwhelmed and where it is coming from. And you may be like, Danielle, obviously I know why I'm overwhelmed. I have to do X, Y, and Z, and this is happening and that is happening. And yes, I'm sure on the outside, you can give me a laundry list of reasons why you are feeling overwhelmed. I too can provide that same list. But I want us to go deeper. I want you to look within and say, why are these tasks making me feel this way? Have I ever felt this way in the past? And if so, what tasks cause me to feel this level of overwhelm? Is it similar tasks, different tasks? What is the energy around this feeling of overwhelm? And what's really at the root of it? Am I insecure? Am I feeling scared? Is this a fear of success? Is this a fear of failure? What's going on here? And once you kind of sit with yourself in that moment, you take a few deep breaths, you become mindful of your body and of your space and of your awareness, and you acknowledge these things. You face them head on. They become a lot more manageable. Because you think that you're battling your to-do list or you're battling the experience, but really you're battling your perspective of it. You will never win the fight if you're, if you're fighting with something outside of you. That is never where the battle takes place. That's where the effects of the battle materializes, but that's not the real fight. The fight is with your inner demons, with your perspectives and your limiting beliefs. And I don't even want to call it a fight. I can call it a dance, a tug of war, so to speak a push and pull, an elimination of insights. Not really a fight, but, you know, sometimes analogies really get us there. So you could use the analogy of a battle, but bring in the energy of a dance. And so now when you acknowledge the things that are overwhelming you, and you bring them into the internalized form of it, ask yourself, are these things real or are they made up? Am I causing myself to feel overwhelmed about things that don't even matter or they're figments of my imagination or I'm actually the only person keeping this in my life. 
For instance, I was feeling overwhelmed with keeping a podcast every week, and I thought maybe I should take a break with everything I have going on. And then I took a step back, and I said, no, podcasting brings me so much joy. Connecting with you guys, sharing my words, it it truly lights me up. My overwhelm around my podcast isn't actually about stopping it or discontinuing it. It's about what if the quality declines because my head is so frazzled. And then I realized, oh, okay, I don't actually want to quit my podcast. I'm just scared that I'm going to quote unquote fail at it. And once I was able to face that and see it for what it was, I was able to neutralize it. I was able to positively reframe it. So I sat down and I decided to make a podcast episode exactly about what I was feeling. I've also realized recently through this experience of overwhelm that I have three thieves of joy. And I encourage you to think in your own life what your major three thieves of joy are. Because they could be mine or they could be something different. There's a lot of different things in life and in our psyche that could rob us of our peace and our happiness, but my top three are attachments, resistance, and expectations. And I learned about this because through this season of my life with all the things I have on my plate, I lost sight of joy a little bit. There are days when I'm just that hamster on a wheel and I'm not really making the time to do those self-care rituals or simply to just smile at the fact that it's super sunny today. And so I did some reflecting on why, and it boils down to the attachments I have to my accomplishments and to my outputs and to my achievements. I can be very goal-oriented and external-oriented and creation-oriented, and my attachment to that, as in, for example, my self-worth is attached to my grades or to my output or how much praise or recognition I get for doing something, my attachment to that is robbing me of my joy. The resistance I have to what's going on in my life is robbing me of my joy. If something goes wrong, right? I can't get something done or an unexpected event arises and that goes against my plan and I start to resist the experience, that is going to rob me of joy. You cannot resist something and be happy at the exact same time. Those things cannot exist together. Also, the expectations I have. I plan something, I'm super excited about it, and it does not go the way I expect. Things change. Life throws you curveballs all the time. The only constant in life is change, right? And so if you expect everything to go a specific way and you hold on so dearly to those expectations and inevitably they're not met, then that will rob you of your joy. And so what I've been doing and what I encourage you to do is to monitor how much of those three thieves are popping up in your life. And I say this, and it could sound random, but this really does align with overwhelm. I find myself overwhelmed when I am attaching to things, resisting things, and expecting too much. And also, when you're overwhelmed, it's really hard to align with joy. And so those things go hand in hand, and I've been finding that myself. Another facet of overwhelm is you may just have bitten off more than you could chew, right? You may just have put way too much on your plate and you have to let some things go. So realistically, think to yourself, what in your life is sustainable and what is not? 
And how can you implement the habits that can last indefinitely while monitoring the behaviors that simply are not sustainable long-term? For example, I'm in my last semester of school, and then I am done, I've graduated, I've completed it all, and I'm taking on way more credits than I should, I'm taking on way more clients than I should, and I say more than I should in quotation marks because if I were to do this for the rest of my life, this workload, it would not be sustainable, I would burn out, I would not be happy, I would not get to travel and do the things I love to do like cook and have movie nights, but this is only for 15 weeks. It is a short temporary period of time. I can handle this amount of work for 15 weeks. Now it's 13 weeks because I've done two. (laughs) And yes, I'm counting them because I have to for my sanity. But really think about what's going on in your life and if it's long-term or if it's short-term. If you're expecting to handle these things indefinitely and you're overwhelmed and you're afraid you might burn out, then you need to really take a look and analyze what things in your life should go. But if you're in a season and you know like there's a deadline to this, like I will not be experiencing this forever, then you can positively reframe that in your mind and remind yourself that even though you're overwhelmed, you can do hard things for short bursts of time. If you've ever run a mile or run any type of distance, like it, no, it, it hurts. Like it doesn't feel great, but you know you're going to stop running eventually. If you were running or you were training or you're doing some form of physical exercise, if you had the mindset of you're, you're going to have to do this exercise for the rest of your life until you pass out and die, it would be unmanageable, the amount of overwhelming fear that is just in your body now. But you know it's going to end and the timer is going to go off, you're going to hit the next mile mark and you're going to stop running, you're going to stop working out. It's over right? So think about, you know, your life like exercise. You can do short bursts of hard things as long as they actually are temporary and you're aware of that and you're reminding yourself that it's not forever. Everything in life is temporary. So whatever you're experiencing, it will pass. Do not think of it as a death sentence because then you will start to resist things and, you know, your joy will be robbed. Think of everything that happens in life as a season, because it is, and the seasons will change, and the things in your life will shift. You'll have seasons where you're a little more, you know, busy, you have a lot more things on your plate, and then you'll have seasons where, you know, you can just smell the roses all day and everything's dandy. And monitor that for yourself, because you have a choice in this. You have a choice. So ask yourself, are you co-creating or are you succumbing to the feeling of being stuck and out of control? This is so important. If you don't like what's going on in your life right now, ask yourself, what level of directorship am I taking on, on changing this? For me, this is a consequence of my own actions and I'm very aware of that, how much I have on my plate. And I'm also aware that I can't do this forever, but I can do this for 15 weeks. And I am taking that level of directorship and I'm saying to myself, I am not going to be working this much and have these long hours every single day past graduation. It's not sustainable. So what I'm asking you is, how are you taking control of your life? Or are you not? Are you just letting things in life just hit you? And you're like, all right, I have to do this or I have to deal with that. Do you really have to? I don't know what you have on your plate and I'm not going to pretend to know how, how hard it is to look at things that have happened to you or that you've taken responsibility for and to 
you know, analyze if it was a good choice or if this is something that should last forever. I'm not sure what you're dealing with, so I can only say I I understand that feeling of what should I do now? And I'm with you. I'm with you. It can be challenging. But I'm telling you, when you take care of yourself, you end up taking better care of the collective. You end up taking better care of your friends and your family and the people you see on the sidewalk. When you show up for yourself, you're showing up for everyone else too. And so figure out what you can let go of and and how you can take your control back. Another way to feel at ease, even in the midst of chaos, is to reflect on the past experiences you had. So the past times where you felt really overwhelmed. Really go back to it, that season when you thought, oh my gosh, this is never going to end, or oh my gosh, how, how am I going to be able to get through it? You got through it. You survived. That is proof that you are capable of getting through this season too. You've done it before. You can do it again because that past experience only made you stronger. You're stronger in this moment than the past version of yourself you were just thinking about. So you got this. It's in the bag. You know you're capable of doing this. There's literal evidence and literal proof of that in your memory, in your physiology. Also in this season, lean on support. It can be really easy to you know, snap at your loved ones or to cancel plans because you really have to get this done or you need to catch up on sleep and yes, get your stuff done and make sure you're getting enough sleep, but don't be afraid to reach out. Your family and your friends, they love you and they're there for you and they want to be there for you. So lean on support during this time. If you can, delegate tasks, okay? If you can ask a family member to, you know, rent to the grocery store for you because you want a meal prep, but the 45 minutes it takes to grocery shop is just, it, it'll push you over the edge today. Find ways to ask for help, you know? Because I know that you're a good person and you would do the same thing for your friends and for your family. It's okay to ask for help and it's okay to lean on your support team when times are hard. Because like I said, the season will change and you'll be in a season where you're no longer overwhelmed And maybe that friend or that family member is going to enter a season where they're really busy or overworked and then you can give back in service and in thanks and then take care of them the way they took care of you. Part of this also includes scheduling in self-care. When you have a busy schedule, when you're overwhelmed, it can be really easy to neglect yourself and your basic necessities. But if you're, (laughs) you can't pour from an empty cup. So if you are just not physically well, then you can't expect your brain to work. And if you're mentally unwell, you can't really expect your body to work. Everything's connected. And so if you're in this season where you just don't have the time, make the time by scheduling in self-care. Like you're having a really important meeting with a boss. Don't be late and show up and give it and yourself your all. You wouldn't cancel last minute on a friend for no reason. So do not cancel last minute on yourself for no reason. You are your biggest asset. You must give yourself the same love and energy that you're giving whatever else it is in your life that is causing you to be so overwhelmed. And remember that we are floating on a rock in the middle of space and everything is technically an illusion. So let's not take life so seriously and let's not take ourselves so seriously. So much so that we forget that this life, it's an expression of magic. 
the fact that we're here and that we get to experience this human life on planet Earth, it's insane. I mean, scientifically, what had to happen for us to all be here is like a one in a trillionth chance. It's crazy, the fact that we're alive. You know, energetically and on a spiritual level, there's a reason for all of it. And there is divinity woven within all of it. So whether you look at things more practical with a scientific lens or whether you look at things more mystical with a spiritual lens, both of those continuums will tell you the same thing. That life is a gift and it's a miracle that we are here. And so, yeah, you're experiencing a lot. So am I. Let's normalize this where we all go through seasons of chaos. But also know that regardless of what's going on right now externally, you can feel balanced and aligned internally. And that the fact that you're alive is magic within itself and not to take it for granted and to truly embrace all of the opportunities and the wonder of existence. So yeah, take your break and stretch. Schedule in that self-care. You know, talk on the phone with your loved ones and ask them for support. Remind yourself that everything is temporary and that you've gotten through hard things in the past. So there's proof that you can get through whatever you're dealing with now. And know that you have a level of directorship too. You have a level of control. So take control. Take back the reins. Show yourself the love and support that you need. And take a deep breath. Because this, my friend, will eventually pass. And with that said, I'm sending as much light and love as I possibly can through this mic. And I'm wishing you lots and lots of luck with everything you're dealing with. And I cannot wait to talk to you guys next week. Bye!